Hey, hey, welcome to Pretty Corrupt Podcast, your inside guide to celebrity scandals and the reality of reality TV. I'm Jordan Ross Myers, the man behind Twitter's notorious Don Gunvalson and Lee Radswell, along with my co-hosts here, Stacey Noel Connor and Nate Safer. This week, we're taking you inside Kanye West's crumbling real estate empire. Padma's surprise retirement from Top Chef, the season premiere of Real Housewives of Orange County, and, of course, Scandaval Part 3, the conclusion of the Vanderpump Rules reunion. Ahoy! How's it going? Heidi-ho there, Jordan. (laughs) Shalom, please. How has your weekend been, you two? Long time, no text, chat, DM, Zoom. <laughs> What's a long time? Like 30 minutes? Like, <laughs> has it even been that long? <laughs> Probably not. Mm. This was I know you one. guys have, yeah, it's been a drought for you guys. I don't send enough voice texts. I know that's really Oh, something. I disagree. I think there's, I think there's enough. <laughs> I love it when my messages just say one audio message, but then when I hit it, I was like, oh, no, 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 there are five. Apple also has that function. I don't know if you can, I'm sure you can turn it off, but when you get so many texts from the same person on your home screen, it just basically says, do you want to turn these notifications off so your phone doesn't <laughs> constantly buzz? Uh, yeah, because, you know, the, my favorite thing about your voice messages or your voice text or whatever they're called is that you do them so manically, just mm-hmm. you won't send any for for a while, and then you have 12 at once. Like, it's not just yeah. one every, it's not one here, one there, it's all of them at once. Yeah, because I think and communicate like a tweet, and so like Stacy will send a voice text, it's like a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I tried to do a minute and a half voice text, it would take an hour because I'd halfway through keep deleting it and restarting because I've got something wrong, etc. So I just do short bursts, like thought by thought, like 15 seconds at a time, but all at once. So We're, the, we're the, all the better for it. Mm-hmm. Thank it's you. like a drive-by shooting. Speak for yourself. <laughs> hey, you're the one who taught him how to do it. I did. Oh. Yeah, I didn't even know about it. I learned it from watching you, Mom. I learned it from watching you. The pattern is not, or the lesson here is not to teach me things, because then I'm just going to latch on and take it too far. Yeah. It's it's only taken us about almost three years to learn that lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Learn. Stop teaching him things. <laughs> See, education isn't always good. <laughs> oh, she already knows that. She went to USC. She knows. <laughs> God, this I'm is gonna... a, like a this is a riveting beginning to a podcast if I've ever heard one. For sure, we should do one one day where it's just my voice. No, that would probably violate a lot of things. Never mind. Yeah, you no one needs to hear my voice text. No. Like you're you're lucky that like we're not people who keep voice notes. Like there are some people that I have, and I think I've talked about this before. Like, like we're having a conversation, at, and the whole reason we're voice noting is because we basically don't want it written down. 
And then one person will keep the voice note. I'm like, fuck you. Like, no, you're not allowed in the circle of trust anymore. Like, you don't get voice notes anymore because you keep them. I was like, and it's not like it's anything terribly bad or like, you know, it's not government secrets or somebody's social security number. But still, it's like, you know, I don't... (laughs) Some things you don't want replayed for people because it's in the moment, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I didn't know how they worked when we first started doing them. So I would just save everything because I'd hit play, but then I'd listen later, like, if I got distracted. And I didn't even realize that that's what it's for, to save it for evil purposes. Mm -hmm. And then now when I see someone has saved it, I'm like, fuck you. (laughs) I would never use that language. I know. I'm like, I'm darn you. you. I'm so Darn you to hell. I'm not like Ariana in the part three of the reunion. I would never use such coarse, aggressive, vulgar language. Well, not on the record. Like cheese grater or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. On the record, me never. But I guess before we get there, we have to get into some other topics. Uh, what else is going? I mean, we're going to have to learn, anyways, what's going on in the world outside of Scandal because yes. part three came to an end. I mean, honestly, what? I'm kind of glad it's over. Like, it's been three months. It's been three months of like a lot of this stuff. And it just is, I'm, I've enjoyed every moment of it. And I also need a break from it. Hmm. Like, Hopefully I, need, next. I need something else. They need time anyway. Well, we'll get into it. But basically, I just think one of those, if they want to keep these ratings going, someone on the cast needs to sleep with Ken Todd. But we'll get into that later. Ooh, that's a big <laughs> ask. <laughs> he gives good jewelry. It's not a lightning bolt necklace. You've seen I mean, that bling his wife has. I seriously I was call her Mrs. That- Vander. I was gonna call her Mrs. Vanderpump, but that's not actually <laughs> Mrs. Todd. I mean, I I feel like if somebody had tried to have sex with Ken Todd, who wasn't Lisa, like it, it's like bring out your dead. Like I don't know, like just <laughs> wheeling him out. Like that that man doesn't have energy for that. I mean, he probably has energy to watch porn, but I don't even know if he has energy to stroke it, to be honest with you. Oh, see, now this is why we need video full-time. The look on Jordan's face when you said stroke it was just chef's kiss. I'm just thinking about his Rolls Royces and the bling his wife he's provided, so... So the getting stroked in the back of a Rolls Royce wearing like big diamond rings. Is that what you're thinking about? (laughs) (laughs) That's at least, that's at least Mm -hmm. a little bit more my speed, (laughs) but it makes it palatable. (laughs) But stroking anything less than with five carats is not, is not, is the deal breaker. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've said it on the pod before that big ring she wears at an old job I had. Um, A coworker worked in, the insurance office, Ken and Lisa, whatever their insurance broker's office. She got to go up to Villa Rosa when they were having that policy done for all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And she had the, this was probably five, oh, way over five years ago, five, six. A point though is it was, she gave me all the details on that ring. It was, it was, it was like t- insured for like two, two and a half mil. It's like 20 something carats. So. Oh my gosh. That's the kind of stuff I S-word it to. No. <laughs> it's, just, 
that's the kind of graphic detail I enjoy. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what else happened this week? We had Kanye. His life's falling apart. I think falling, or well, I guess it's still in the process. Sure. Yeah, his uh, his real estate empire evidently is uh, pun intended crumbling. Just sad. Yeah. Tell us. I know more. his house. I actually didn't look anything up about that. He's his house uh, well in Malibu is in shambles. The the fifty seven million dollar Malibu beachfront house that was designed by Tadeo Ando, the one who designed um, uh, that we discussed a few weeks ago, uh, uh, Jay Z and Beyonce's. Uh, mm-hmm. That he's not done anything to. The, he stripped it down, and they were gonna like completely redo it. But it's basically it's just like a what it was described as rotting into oblivion. Uh, it's just a bunch of cement right now, which is weird because it's kind of today. Ondo, that's his style. Like that's exactly what Jay Z and Beyonce's house looks like: is slabs of concrete. So it'd be hard to know if that was in fact rotting or the way it was supposed to look. But uh, he's done nothing to it. Um, yeah. Like he bought the thing with his is so his Beyonce and Jay Z's house is a mansion, an estate on a bluff overlooking the water. Um, so there is some kind of barrier. Sierra is horrible. You need like yeah. special car maintenance, oh, yeah. and home insurance, everything if you're right on the water, like in Malibu or anywhere. But I know it's an issue in Malibu. He has one of those homes right on the sand, and he's basically he stripped, he demoed it, and didn't do anything. So it's all been left to the elements. And with the beach, the salt air, it creeps in quickly and damages things. Yeah, all the oh. railings and things. I mean, the cement is fine, but all the railings yeah. and things are all rusted over, and it's. It was never. I mean, it was never that far in the first place. Like it always looked like it was a con- a parking lot under construction. Which again, yeah. that's sort of that guy's design. That's like what he does. Uh-huh. But it, yeah, and he's as far as I've seen, there's no efforts to like put it on the market if he's still doing because he's sold some of his other stuff. The uh, the infamous uh, 4.5 million dollar house he bought across the street from Kim in Hidden Hills. It was just a teardown. Like it was like a it wasn't like a one story ranch. It was like not a house that he would ever move into. He just wanted the property. So he could like stare behind the blinds at Pete Davidson. Oh yeah, it was a it was a check it was a chess checkers or chess move. He was just yeah. like checkmate, Kim can't get rid of me. But he sold that, and then for I, don't know, I think he's he, he sold it for, a, yeah. for he only bought it like two years ago, and he already he sold it for a, a it was like it he bought it for four points uh, he bought it for 4.5 sold it for 4.25 so it's a loss of $250,000 but in it, generally these days you don't usually see that like that's also he, i think he's living out of hotels now i think he's at he's living the, at the waldorf um, yeah he yeah, in uh, beverly he, hills he and his wife nobody's really talking about it they just keep referring to her as his wife now but nobody knows if that's if bianca sensari is actually his wife in the beginning, it was like they called her his wife yeah. in quotes, but nobody really knows. Uh, but yeah, they've been they were they were hotel hopping for a while, but I guess they've been at the Waldorf for like a month, which is good for them. Yeah, hope they hope yeah, and- hope he's able to pay that bill, and it's not like a Lindsay Lohan situation where he just leaves forever. <laughs> well, his finances are in shambles, so I mean. I don't know. I don't know. He, I assume if he bought that fifty-five million dollar house, it was cash. Because at the time, but that was still that was still rich. when he was like billionaire status. 
Like nobody, nobody's so, I mean, quite sure what he is now. He should try to salvage it because I mean I don't know what he has at this point. I know he's obviously not broke, but that's a huge chunk of money for him because he isn't the billionaire he thought he was. Well, he'd have to move out all the seagulls that have like moved yeah. in. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, Kanye not only gardens. is there rust, but there's probably bird shit everywhere. It's the, the Great uh, Gardens you- of Malibu. And you, do you remember his Wyoming ranches that he had for a while? Because he lived out there, and he was gonna—he was trying oh, to build like a commune slash cult with all those weird like domes that he was trying to get zoned for. Uh, evidently, he completely abandoned those. Like what his three thousand um, or three thousand acre Wyoming ranch, he just left. Like he just yeah. ghosted his entire ranch. It's it's just like overrun with weeds now. This yeah, is where like, also- grandiose narcissism meets bipolar. But I also some, sometimes I actually question whether or not he's bipolar. Or maybe he's just a grandiose narcissist who just like <laughs> because they do t- like really latch on to certain things. I'm not. I'm not dismissing. I'm not truly dismissing like his diagnosis. But there have been questions about his diagnosis, yeah. though. So it's like, well, maybe he's that, or maybe he's just. It's like, ooh, this is bright and shiny. This is what I want to do right now. And then when it doesn't happen fast enough for him, it's like, ugh, whatever. Let's move on to the next thing. Next yeah, thing. He also has, and I don't think it's been sold. He also owns a huge swath of land on the outskirts of Calabasas that he mm-hmm. was with those, those domes you were talking about. Yeah. At one point, he was trying to do a commune out there. And is that where we had the Sunday services and stuff like that? That kind of Oh, yeah. What happened in the yeah. Sunday services? So. That's the thing. He gives up on God. He gives up on everything. He gives up on Ken. Lost his like, cult status. Yeah. Yep. Um, oh, they, he, can, but, he can always get it back. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he can. Uh, Kim, just, Kim is actually finishing. Uh, she has a uh, building a mansion in La Quinta. Um, I guess in the, the Madison Club uh, yep. neighborhood. And uh, she's just finishing up on it. And you know who it was designed by? Tadeo Ando. So there you yeah. go with Checkmate. She Right back at you. She's actually finishing properties. And I'm sure Ando's very happy that she pays bills, I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't heard of her being – well, no, actually, there's a story. But for the most part, yeah, I think she paid. Yeah, La Quinta, uh, the Madison Club in La Quinta is the – the best community in La Quinta. And it's uh, Chris Jenner has her home there. You've seen them on the show. Uh, Courtney has a home there too. Now it's a lot of billionaires and it's the most, the most exclusive in the Palm Springs area. Essentially it's near Kyle, but Kyle Kyle's Richards, the one you see on the show, it's like a mile away, but it's not within those gates. Let me see this. Kim Kardashian definitely pays her bills because she's like a Lannister who always pays their debts. Like, like mm-hmm. she's because also I think the Kardashians, they it's so easy for people to talk poorly about them anyway. It's like I'm it's like one less thing. You know what I mean? It's like if I if we pay our bills, if we pay, then people can't talk that shit about us. You know what I mean? Because at least mm-hmm. at least the stuff that they're talking shit about us is usually is what is more like opinion based or something like that, as opposed to a fact of like not paying a bill. So, well, the the story I was thinking of is very old, and it was settled out of court, but it involved the singer Brandy mm-hmm. Norwood. Is that her last yeah, name? Yeah, Norwood. Yeah. And her Amex, but I'm too afraid of 
Chris and Kim to repeat it. So you guys can just Google it, but it involved like $200,000 in an Amex. Allegedly, but no, yeah, that was so many years ago. Gotta forgive it. <laughs> yeah, but, um, oh, well, I'm glad to see it. I like to see Kanye suffer a little. I don't like him too much. I don't think mm-hmm. his recent comments really, you could expect, <laughs> you could expect me to like root for him. So mm-hmm. he's not rooting for me. No, I don't believe he is, nor I, nor in, nor any of us, to be honest. Mm-mm. No, no, no. He doesn't care about any of us. Oh his, yeah, no, but cousins. I was calling him an anti-Semite. Oh, That's I know. Yeah, I'm... I got that <laughs> yeah. part. I got that part. Yeah. Good. Maybe the banks will. T- Never mind. That just feeds right into his. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, <my laughs> stereotypes. What's her name? Left. Why is she leaving Padma, Top Chef? Padma Lakshmi, um, retired from I think Top she's Chef. just over retired. it. She's retiring. She, um, they're already on season 20, which is wild to me. Because I, so I worked on season two, which was not actually 18 years ago, because they don't do quite one a year, like it's sometimes more. Mm-hmm. But still, that was 17 years ago. Uh, so she's done 20 seasons. Or, um, no, I'm sorry, she's done 19 seasons. Uh, she's probably just over it. You know, I mean, it's, I, I didn't even realize the show was honestly still on. To be, to yeah. yeah. That's what I'm wondering if the show, cause that's a different, that, that shows from a different era of Bravo. Yeah. Uh, cause yeah. I do occasionally meet people and like, you think you connect. They're like, Oh, I watch Bravo too. And I'm like, amazing. And they're like, only Top Chef. And I'm like, we have nothing in common. (laughs) You know, those people think they're better than trash goblins like us who live for the toxicity and the wealth. They think it's like, that's more like PBS style, you know? I was that person until I got sucked into Real Housewives of Orange County. Like, I watched Bravo Mm -hmm. and I watched... Top Chef and I watched uh, Project Runway. I was old school and and watched Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Like I was like old school Bravo. And I remember seeing the trailer for OC and being like, what is this horrible shit that's going to ruin America? Like this is terrible. And then of course, one episode in, I was hooked. Hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. uh, yeah. They got me. Andy got me. We consider we consider ourselves prestige TV on Top Chef, like because at the time we were competing with, um, I can't remember which Gordon Ramsay show it was at the time. I like I keep wanting to say Hell's Kitchen, Kitchen Nightmares, but that says Health Kitchen. I knew it was one of those. Like yeah. we were competing mm-hmm. with them, but we considered ourselves like the prestige television. Like we were the high class. He was he was garbage. Cuss, you know, we were like the the high end. Um, and you were, and yeah, that was that was before. Like hell, I mean, you know. Andy was not on air at that time. Andy Cohen was was an exec at, at E. Or say E, Bravo. Excuse me. I'm getting on my job. <laughs> um, like he would show up on set with us when we when we were in Los Angeles at the kitchen, like, and we just knew him as Andy the exec. I didn't even place at the time that we went to the same high school. That would have been such a great icebreaker at the time. I did not know until years and years later. I just had to mm. he, he's the, he had me park his car. He trusted me to park his car. It was a nice What S- kind of car Audi was that? It's a nice okay, SA. thank you. 
Um, but th- but I'm <laughs> right. sure he's this was like you know this was exec Andy, not TV star Andy. So I'm sure he's he's upgraded considerably since then. Yeah, yeah. That's a different. It's a different problem. I mean, not just era, but still today, Top Chef fans are not like when I meet them and I'm like, "Oh, amazing!" Or what? I'm like, "No, you got you don't get me. I don't get you." They like to look down on housewives and pump rules and well, lavish well, displays of toxic bankrupts. <laughs> maybe <laughs> with with Padma leaving, there's an opportunity for another. Tall, stunning, gorgeous stoner to like okay, I'll do to, it. to host Fine, I'll do and it. to be a place. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I, I could come in there, but I could bring some of that juice, you know, that opinionated yeah. Bravo Housewives juice to Top Chef. Uh, and before we get too far past it, we should do the allegedly over the stoner part, not you, the other one. <laughs> we, we know we Who know her a stoner? <laughs> i'm pretty sure you did and um allegedly i i can let yes i i can say that i never li- saw it myself but i've seen the after effects of it i dealt with it a lot it's legal now it's not like we're saying padma does cocaine no i'm just, that's an alleged no, and i just made not. it up off the top oh it's real i know uh, Wait, <laughs> did you just confirm? I was just throwing no. out a joke as an example. No, oh God, and you no, said, no, no, it's not allegedly. So I was like, oh, so it's true. This is fun. No, okay, no, it's not, comma, allegedly. That's, I, okay, no, that's not what I said. Um, I will say this, when I, and I'm, I'm sure we've talked about it before. Yes, when I worked with Padma, uh, the, she showed signs of impairment. I, will, I don't know it's what. It's legal what, from, now. From what? Though. It was not in 2006. Um, but she all, but there could have been a number of things involved. So yes. So she had trouble remembering lines. Uh, okay. You're just deep. See, we need a legal department. I think this was discussed earlier in the episode. We need a legal department. This is why we can't release your voice memos. Um, no, she had trouble remembering lines, uh, and she had trouble reading cue cards. Uh, so we'd have to like. She's a the little. producers would have to like feed her her lines and through her uh, in ear IF, IFP, um, but it could have been it could have been altered states. It could have been nerves. I mean, she she actually I don't know if people remember she season two the LA season that was she was not on season one. The, right. the original host was Katie Lee Joel, which mm-hmm. is really oh, yeah, a big yeah. callback. They got rid of her oh. because she's just. Boring. She's on the Food that. Network now. She yeah. was so wooden. She was so yeah. wooden. It was just well, like Padma oh, wasn't no. a whole lot better, to be honest. Padma's grew. Yeah, I know. Padma grew into it for sure. But yes. that first season, you go back and watch it. Not great. Like, and she mm-hmm. was only a host. She didn't become a judge until years later. Like, she was only mm-hmm. a host with us. There was a lot of drinking. Like, on I can't speak for what they still do, but I know that when, when we filmed, uh, we did not give them alcohol for the for the cooking. Like they weren't, they weren't drinking when they were doing like the, the challenges, but when they would, the judges tables, they were all drinking. Like the, the chef that we had, the chefs kept oh, them in the back room. room. Yeah. yeah. In the back room, they had, we had a big tub of beers. Um, the judges drink, uh, Tom Calicchio, we always had a bottle of Bombay Sapphire at the base of the judges table. If that camera was pulled out, you'd see a bottle of gin on the ground, mm-hmm. um, so you know everybody was well lubricated. So I'm 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 not I'm not casting judgment. 
but it was it was what a fun experience. She was not LA based, so when we shot in LA in downtown LA in Skid Row of all places, uh, she stayed at the Standard, so we had to go pick her up at the Standard every day. It was very nice. It was very nice about the Standard. She was married to Salman Rushdie at the time. He would show up on set. Very odd couple, those two. I never understood what they had to talk about. Because I, I sp- they were married. I spent ten minutes talking to Salman Rushdie, and I was like, I don't know what to say to you. You're probably the smartest man I've ever spoken to personally. I don't know what to say to you. And so I'm like looking at Padma thinking, what on earth do they talk about? Did you like pull a Bridget no Jones and ask him where the toilet was? <laughs> Over on the show where I'm the OC. Oh, damn it. I ruined it. I suck at these transitions and I suck at anything I plan out ahead. To say I'm, you know, to say I'm my hat. I honestly, I think it's one of your more endearing things, your messed up transitions. I think it's like a, it's a trademark of the show at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically our version of the Carol Burnett pulling on her ear is you fucking up a transition. So keep going. (laughs) God bless you. Well, now, right now, it is something we're going to try to tie in Dawn because obviously I'm the OG real husband of Orange County, at least on Twitter. Don Gumbelson's show returned this week, season like 17 of Real Housewives of Orange County. That's when Bravo stooped to the kind of pop culture that I consume, and I'm grateful <laughs> for it. You know, this new, this new season, I mean, Tamara's back. But also, it's funny because we've got a new housewife whose name is Jen, and her husband is Ryan, just like Dr. Jen and Ryan, who we got rid of from last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was oh, like, they wait. just replaced Jen and Ryan with Jen and Ryan. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. There's another one with that. I think it was, um, oh, I know him. He works on Watch What Happens. I Frank Costa. And he tweeted an observation about that, too. Mm-hmm. Last season, they got rid of... Jen Armstrong, same woman, and they brought on new Jen and Taylor Armstrong. Oh, yeah. So there's like another cross. Um, yeah. What do you think? Did you watch the premiere? I did. I finally, I finished it up um, before, right before those. Um, I mean, it's like, eh. So we'll see. I mean, I feel like OC a lot of times is, can be like that. The first couple episodes, especially with them bringing Tamara back and introducing the new one. But we also know that uh, Taylor's coming in later and Mm. some stuff that we know from you, like some drama that's happening like later. I'm just like, okay, we'll just wait. I just don't want to. I don't want the whole season to be about, though, which is what the California shows do sometimes. It's about one fight. So I don't want it to be about Shannon and Tamara not getting along. You know, Shannon ghosting Tamara after she got fired, you know? Yeah, I had thoughts on that. First of all, I did like the intro. I did like the way they brought Tamara back. The motorcycle, like, bitch, I'm back in town. They didn't do it. They they pretty much broken the fourth wall all around Housewives now. So she's acknowledging right there, right away, I left the show and now I'm back. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was fun. And I, I'm trying to remember back with Shannon because she does have a pattern of dropping women once they're off the show. So I get it, but they all do that. They're housewives and it's a job. Mm-hmm. So, and I think it's also I was trying to. 
it's it can be hard too because also Vicky and Tamara got dropped at the same time, got fired at the same time, and then and then if Shannon's still on, she could have just felt extremely awkward of like. Well, I'm still on, but two of my best friends are not on. I don't know what to do. And Shannon is an awkward person. Like she yeah. is, she's like, let's be real. She's awkward. Like <laughs> she's just like, so I can see that. But at the same time, and I can see her being one of those people. And I've met her in person too at my sorority's like anniversary mm. thing. Like she's, she was even awkward then. But, but at the same time, she also knows what she wants. So I, I, I also feel like, you could have eventually just reached out and been like, hey, I'm sorry. I was like, blah, blah, blah. But well, with Shannon, the way I'm thinking, because obviously there's been like, what, a three-year gap and Tamara leaving and their friendship and all this. But I remember back then when Tamara was still on the show, she said it was always about Shannon. Mm-hmm. And, and it is. Remember that they had that huge fight. And but Shannon it's always was, about Tamara, though, too. Yeah. But and with Shannon, it was like, Tamara had to hold Shannon's hand a lot. Mm-hmm. And then maybe Tamara lost her job and Shannon wasn't there for her. Because, I mean, yeah. Tamara supports her family through this, mm-hmm. which was cute, by the way. They have her mom move in. Did you see that? Mom. Yeah. Mom's fun. And now I guess that's a new thing. They call the – it's basically – she. Tamara called her mom's little suite there at the house, the casita. I guess, I guess Gina started that when Gina had her little place. Um, it's not, it's what you call like a mother-in-law suite because they showed the back of the house mm-hmm. where the entrance is. It's a bedroom with its own private entrance. Mm-hmm. It's not a guest house. It's a part of the house. Yeah. Sophia upstairs can hear her grandma doing whatever it is she does with her boyfriend, Dave. <laughs> As they discussed in detail. Oh my gosh, that was too much. Even I was like, ah, that's her mom. Yeah. <laughs> that's mom. Ah. Eddie so was, whatever. maybe maybe because this is Tamara's big shot back, and honestly, the show does support that family. Because mm-hmm. um, Eddie was a little feistier in that opening scene. He used to be reserved and kind of uncomfortable. And he's like talking about like, having sex in front of his mother. And like, it was, um, he was definitely giving more energy. I'd say more involvement, like maybe because it's like, dude, we can keep the lights on, you know, you're re-auditioning when you rejoin. Cut fitness is gone. So they don't have that. So. Yeah. I do like the setup too now. So we know with, um, they're already teasing there are going to be issues with Heather. It's that yeah. Heather and Gina thing. I um, I love the excuse they gave. That's basically that they don't invite Heather to things because Heather's makes them feel like peasants. Like they're embarrassed to invite Heather because they're not. Their events aren't good enough. I don't. And disagree I love that. With that. <laughs> like. Actually, before any of them said, when it was just about like not being invited, I was like, but, but you've, you've got a pretty high bar for like what you want to be invited to. So it's like, uh, I could to- totally see that, especially Gina, who feel, who I think feels that class divide the most out of the OC. Yeah, because she's literally, the, she's the peasant on the show. She's the, I mean, I love... <laughs> 
for if any of you guys on Twitter who are part of this circle, there's a whole group of people on Twitter who are obsessed with <laughs> who are obsessed with saying that Gina works at Chili's. Oh, that's right. It's gotten to the point that Chili's has jumped in. Chili's official account has jumped in on these threads. It's just like a joke. And um, but I love them. They're hilarious. So thank you. And, and then Gina, I mean not Gina, then Heather on the other hand is like a gold standard when it comes to a housewife of luxury, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean she she lives like a she lives like a Vanderpump. Actually better. Yeah. Heather, the house Heather sold and or this recent one that they used open sold for far more than Vanderpump's house is worth. I think mm-hmm. fifty five mil. Vanderpump's is probably in like the twenty twenty five mil range. So I mean Heather lives on like a Yeah. She lives on that Kathy level. Dun dun dun. <laughs> the highest compliment. you know that's like the highest compliment I could ever pay a housewife. I'm like like Kathy level. But she um so no, I do lo- I do love this whole like Inferior. I mean, she gives everyone on there an inferiority complex, and it's great because, like, well, great. I mean, great. I'm just a horrible person for that. I'm like, I love to see her, but look, like, Shannon came. Shannon came from a comfortable upbringing. She mm-hmm. um, lived very well with her husband and stuff, so it's not like she needs to be embarrassed. Emily is married well; they live large. But no matter what, Heather Dubrow, the way she lives makes people feel bad about themselves and i love that in a housewife <laughs> she intimidates me and few of them do fuck yeah oh my gosh <laughs> i love it you're intimidated by heather dubrow i did see I, she came with a was that driver the driver that you've met <laughs> yeah i always forget about that that's like a small world thing but um i had like an uber black driver it was really nice i think it was an escalade that's besides the point, though. He drives for Heather and Terry. And remember, that was like how many? That was like a month or two ago. I'm sure I talked about it on yeah. here. Here, yeah. And um, yeah. yeah he, and she, she did. You're better than I am, and you call yourself the stoner. Like, <laughs> it makes I me forgot smarter. that. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, at first it was like, huh? And then no, um, yeah, he dr- he drives for them. And then on this episode, when she's wheeling him in, Terry in from the surgery, they mention their driver's there and he brings the stuff in. Well, and then on when the sh- she went to play pickleball, then she was with the driver and he like yeah. brought in the basket and everything. So, yeah. So I'm trying to think, I'm going to rewatch again tonight and see if I remember him, but... Um, on the show, I think she said his name was Pete. Oh, you know, I could actually probably, if I haven't had too many rides recently, could probably dig back through the app and see yeah. all my past rides and maybe I'll know. That was fun. But the driver I had did say, I think we already said it. Heather's pretty gracious. She at least, she's not as mean as she appears on TV. She invites you, she, the help. But, you know, she invites the help in for a drink, whatever. You know, she's gracious. She, he said Terry is the dick face. Yeah. So Terry is the one who loves the fame, who's kind of way too into it, like a showboat, 
obnoxious. So, oh crap! I hope I don't get that guy in trouble. Yeah, I tip. So, another thing our legal department could look into if we had one. Yeah. No, yeah. Now I'm like sitting here. Guess what? But I don't know if it's the same guy. Okay, I think it's time to get down to the really juicy part. Yeah, the meat of this. We've been yeah. beating around the bush here. Yeah, uh, people. People hopefully have been w- listening to this at one and a half up until now. Now they can slow it down because let's talk Vanderpump Rules reunion part three. Basically, the reunion finale. Finale. We're finally finaled. Finaled. Done. Yeah, part three. So, Including the Rachel Raquel sit down, so mm-hmm. this was it. Is there going to be an uh, is there going to be an unseen thing, whatever? I believe so. Secrets revealed. That's what they yeah, call secrets it. Secrets revealed. That's it. Yeah, and so they're putting more stuff together. But yeah, this was um, this was the the one with. I can't believe we only got one episode with Raquel in the mix, which is kind of funny. Like, mm-hmm. like thinking back on it, I was like, oh, we had like Sheena out for two episodes basically. And then Raquel out just for one, but it was so impactful. Okay. What is your opinion, Jordan? Because I think that she was like on a benzo. Like, I think she was on like a Xanax or an Advan. R- or maybe Rachel, a Raquel. Raquel, Rachel, whatever. <laughs> you know um, what I mean? I don't, you know, I was, I would have taken something and I think. Maybe she did. That was, I mean, the tone of that is like she was testifying at her own trial. I mean, Mm -hmm. I would have been nervous, but I was more aware of what I thought James Kennedy was, I'll just say alleged, but I mean, his behavior reminded me of someone on Coke. Mm. So when they threw her under the bus, I'm like, yeah, she's not the one getting up every five minutes having to go to the bathroom. He was getting Honestly, up like in, during the recording? Yeah. Oh, like constantly bathroom breaks and he was so riled up and just mm-hmm. talking nonstop and like a child. And I was like, I, I'm not going to incriminate myself, but let's just say I know the behavior. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I thought he was the one. I thought, I thought his possible recreational use of things was more obvious um, than hers. Mm-hmm. I mean, Much yeah, like he Padma. shut up. I mean, no, I, what did I thought you he think was about, slightly uh, drunk. That was me. I was like, I'm thinking he has a mm, bottle like hiding in the bathroom somewhere. Do you know what I mean? He could have been too. too. You know, because yeah. this is uncomfortable. What, so what did you think about, um, what did you think about this episode though? Did you get any like, um, what's the word? Closure? Did I get any closure? No, Jordan, I did not. Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> well, I don't mm-hmm. think I need closure. It's like, oh, did Ariana get closure? I mean, some people are like really going after Ariana and be like, she shouldn't have said all those mean things. I was like, wait a minute. This is the first time that she's seen Raquel since she found out about everything. And it's only been like two and a half, three weeks since everything. I think she's allowed to say whatever. Like most of the time, like anybody who's ever been in a situation like that, they've, they've, they've yelled that or worse stuff at people. Like, but it's been in privacy, you know, it's not for all the world to see. So let her say whatever. Um, and, uh, but, oh, but this is the, this was something that was so weird that I, I really only caught the second time I watched it. 
And then I had to kind of go back and keep listening. But after Tom says the really shitty thing of that, that, you know, when Ariana said, you know, who he's been having sex with since, who he's been sleeping with since he started sleeping with Raquel, me. And he was like, oh yeah, in your t-shirt, it was really hot. And which was just fucking asshole thing to say. But then when everybody kind of goes at him and is like, no, da, da, da. Even Schwartz next to him goes, dude, don't say that, man. And Tom Sandoval apologizes to Schwartz. You hear him go, I'm sorry, man. Wait a minute, what? You'll apologize to like, I mean, that's, that's the whole like thing about their relationship in a, in a nutshell right there of like, he cares more about Schwartz than he does about, I mean, he cares mostly about him, but then he cares secondly about Schwartz more like he won't apologize to anybody else. He won't apologize to Ariana really. And everything else. Those two have always put their friendship ahead of their relationships. I mean, look at that's like Katie's number one complaint Mm -hmm. about her marriage to Schwartz. It's that everyone comes first or Mm -hmm. ahead of her, but uh, number one, especially Sandoval. I mean, for sure it's yeah. And I thought, uh, what else? What else was like, uh, I mean, there, there's at some point I just wanted like Lala and James to shut up just because they were just that talking too much. Issue. And I just was like, no, I don't want to hear from you. I want to hear from, from Raquel and Tom and Ariana. Like that's who I want to, that's who I want to hear from right now. That's why I thought like, I mean, James, I don't know what he was on, but I just didn't feel he was sober. It was weird to me that they called out Raquel for probably, maybe she was on Xanax or something, but that wasn't the distracting drug use I saw on that set. It was James' behavior, whatever it was. And you're right, James and Lala really, I think that's why Ariana, and it's not her fault, it's not Ariana's fault, but why her performance is getting some backlash on that show this last episode, she didn't really have a chance to speak much. She got to blurt out those things like go off yourself with a cheese grate or whatever. But James and Lala made the whole thing. They almost sabotaged her because she couldn't get her points across. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't, I don't disagree with you. And another part, like the Ariana backlash of like people are, are like backlashing about like her endorsements, like her Duracell thing, which that commercial is hilarious. Like given everything I was like, and I'm like, girl, get your money. And the thing is though, too, there's you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, because if she had just like sat there and kept her tears to herself and her anger to herself and not like spit out on anybody, people would be like, what's wrong with her? Like, or if she didn't take it, like, it's like you want somebody, it's like the people who criticize her the most, it's like, well, what did you want? Did you just want her to like fold in on herself and not do anything and like be all this? Like, that's not what you want because that's not what you watch the show for. Like you want her to do stuff. You want her to be out there. You want her to be talking. You want her to be doing things. But if she's like trying to profit off of it, especially when she's stuck in that fucking like mortgage with him, she's like a co-signer on this. Like she has, however that money is like going to fuck her. Like she needs to make that money back so she can like somehow get out of this relationship, like financially. So let her do it. And somebody, somebody did a post of like, it was like a meme of of some person like just like 
chilling in a room by themselves, but very depressed looking. It was like a cartoon. And then it was like, the, the meme was like Tom Sandoval upstairs in his room while Ariana's filming all of her endorsement deals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah that's something like, I want to know, because the house is large. I don't know whose bedroom is where, but it is like a 5,000 square foot house. How are they living in the same even it doesn't matter if it's a huge house. There's still yeah. there are paths to. I mean, she's out there busy now, and he's on yeah. tour. But there, I mean, it's just awkward. I'd get yeah, I'd get people, out too. People need to stop visiting his fucking tour. They need to stop giving him money. Like please. they're go, they're like hate attending and hate. Listening. But I don't care. Stop it giving him money. Him. Hate attend on the outside. Like go mm. hang out outside and like just and troll him and do that. Like the two ladies who stood out. Outside the gate of that Pride Festival, whatever, who hung up the sign is like, pay your mother back. Those women are heroes because they did not give him any money and they stood their ground. They stood outside, but made sure that they, that he knew what he thought of, what they thought of. Yeah. So that's what I love. There was also that, that woman at, I, I think it may have been the the Pittsburgh show or something like that who at, at Tom's show who held up a T Mariana piece of paper that said T Mariana on it and he had her the I don't know if he personally had her removed but she was removed. Mm. Um so he's very it's, very touchy. Very touchy. It's funny because that's literally the only thing driving people to attend his shows. So mm-hmm. I mean which I probably wonder, eats him up inside. I even, wonder even what's going when he's on. He's on stage, she's the star. So Exactly. She's the star. And, but I wonder what happened between him and Raquel after the, her sit down where she spilled the beans and she didn't even still spill all the beans because you know, she was still lying about things like you could tell, but, but like spilling the beans about how they exactly, exactly what Ariana said. Like he's going to coach her on what to say. Like they agreed mm-hmm. on these certain lies and this and that and all of this stuff. And you're just like, I was impressed by the sit down, not because mm-hmm. it revealed anything new. Cause it was basically what Raquel did was confirm everything. Everyone already assumed. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it did get to the point. Her performance was good. She finally cried, mm-hmm. which coached or not. You saw, I don't know if you saw on TMZ, I think she's in LAX or some airport this weekend. And they caught Ariana and they asked her and she said, okay, maybe I feel a little bit bad for Raquel. Now. Oh no, they, it's Lala. Yeah. It was Lala. What do they get Ariana? Is it Lala? But Ar- oh, they Ariana, got Ariana. She said, yeah, sure. And it was kind of like a condescending, not serious. But Lala legit felt bad yeah. for Raquel. But she she did it with like a, a stab in the you know a back where she said that she feels bad for the stuff that Raquel's going through, especially since she's evidently you know she's still in this mental health facility or wherever the heck she is. But then Lala was quick to say, you know what? Maybe Rachel's just not made for reality TV. Maybe that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Which is ooh, ouch. which is funny because that's a, she's the only. Oh, I'm getting passionate. Raquel's the one who saved the show. The show was tanking before this. So it's funny, like, they want to push her off. Like, the show will be so compelling without her. The show was on the chopping block until this mm-hmm. blew up. It wasn't Lala saving the show. There won't be much of a show without some continued drama. So, and I don't know. I really did not like Lala in this center, in this, uh, 
I did not like Lala this last episode or this reunion. Mm -hmm. Um, completely hypocritical. I mean, yeah, it it would be like you know the stuff they exam. I mean, they examined it about she was a mistress, and then she denied everything. She was constantly. How do I put it? Everything they said back to her, she'd scream and be like, that's off limits. How dare you? That doesn't count. Yeah, it does. It's a show we've been watching for 10 years. They examined it, though, so that was Mm -hmm. good. I mean, they did the callback. What is it? Mm -hmm. The throwbacks? Yeah. I did not like her and James, and I think it did. I think they did Ariana a disservice. Mm Mm-hmm. I was that side of the couch was starting to annoy me. If you can't tell, <laughs> I was getting really irritated by that side. Yeah, Ariana's not the only one cashing in. You see, Schwartz is on a new show. He's on the Fox's mm-hmm. uh, Stars on Mars, which is yeah. so. You haven't heard of it? It's a no. It's a new reality show. I believe it started. It aired, started airing last week. It is essentially like Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother. But the premise is, is they, they're in this, I think they shoot it out in like Arizona or somewhere. It's supposed to be simulating that they're on Mars. So they do these challenges like as if they were living on Mars. And this, it's, when I say celebrity, celebrities, uh, you know, there's uh, Lance Armstrong like, is on it. Oh, God. Uh, Ronda Rousey, Ariel Winter from um, Modern Family. Uh, Portia Williams is on it. Um McLovin is on it, which is very funny. Evidently, McLovin and Schwartz are like have a bromance going on. They're like best friends now, which is very funny. Is is McLovin Chris Mintz Plus? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. I met. I went. He's from the Valley, and once I was at a party. It was after the movie, like a true Valley house party. Someone's pool, someone's parents' backyard pool. And I'm like wasted and i'm like oh my god is that mclovin and it was just like kind of in the movie i'm sure he never never gets that from drunk people at parties yeah Yeah. but you know so they're all cashing in i i I don't know what he i don't know what schwartz is getting paid for this but it's it's clearly a cash grab of some kind or or at least just trying to stay relevant no, no, there's money involved. I'm trying to think if I know this I mean, one's right. They've got to pay for Schwartz and Sandys, and I don't think a cover band on tour is going to do that. If he finishes the show, he'll probably walk away with low six figures. I mean, they usually pay like, they don't pay a lot for shows like this. But I mean, 15, 20,000 an episode, usually like a two-week guarantee. I'm just trying to think. Ariana's made the most this season oh, or sure. off of this for sure. Mm-hmm. But good for Schwartz. Did you see he said he's distancing himself? I mean, we'll see. Actually, Schwartz does a lot of shit, though, and then never fo- follows through with it. So I'll, I'll just have to see whether he, whether he does yeah. or not. He, he had some you. breakthrough. I saw the clip on TMZ. Um, he kind of implies he got played, too, which was has been like a topic of discussion, and he was a pawn. And he's realizing now he can't let this bring him down. He needs to let Sandoval and Raquel figure it out on their own. Because mm-hmm. for so long, he was a cover, and he was Scandoval adjacent, like dipped his toe in the cover-up and the crime. So, But like you said, he says he's a people, he's a people pleaser. He's yeah. a, what did Katie say? He's a, he's a serial he's killer's a, wet dream. Yep, exactly. Yep. 
So who knows? Right now, for all we know, Sandoval and Schwartz are like spooning in Valley Village or something. But mm-hmm. he claims to be distancing himself. No matter what, I think I think overall for the season, it really was a Katie Maloney redemption story. Like of just really it. getting to see that no, everything that she complained about with Schwartz for years has been right. And we're all really seeing it and everything that she's complained about with Sandoval, even, and I've seen it for the last couple of years too. I mean, but still like everything was right. She's been right this whole time. (laughs) Like, Mm. (laughs) like she's been right. And she's kind of had a, a reason to have a puss on her face because if nobody's believing you and everybody loves these two lovable fucking assholes, you know what I mean? And you look, then you look like, you know, the bitch out there. And let, no, she's finally like, no, see, everybody sees. And now they're not my problem. I, I, yeah, when, now that I've looked back, when I said earlier that side of the couch was really annoying me, it was not Katie who was annoying. I it was liked just that her. love I thought this right was, there between the two of them. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I like Katie. And James I thought she did to get well. together. They're th- yeah. those two, except for James has to be sober, but those two are like, honestly, they're soulmates. Do you know what James and Lala's performance reminded me of, you know, say a New Jersey reunion where there's, where say Melissa and Teresa are screaming at each other and Andy has to yell at them, stop, except James and Lala are on the same team and they're still screaming over the reunion. Mm-hmm. So that's what was, it was just very the bit irritating from, but no, I th- I agree with you with Katie. I, I kind of liked her. She, she chilled and let them dig their own grave. And when she mm-hmm. popped up, she was smart and pretty funny. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Maybe I will buy one of her like $29 paninis when the shop opens. Field trip. (laughs) I wonder what other secrets can be revealed. Because I feel like they will have one because anytime, maybe it's already out there and I'm behind that they're having one. But anytime there's a season with ratings like this, they try to find a way, you know. They should do one with the editors. I would love to get the editors and producers and their Mm -hmm. take. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually something I was talking about at my friend's birthday yesterday uh, because it was a room full of a lot of people that work in reality TV, (laughs) including Mm. a a story producer. And so story producers take all the footage and watch it and they edit it down and make it like a raw like string out of what an episode should look like. And Mm -hmm. so and then send it off to the editors and the producers and, and they do all that stuff. And and so we were talking about Scandaval because we were talking about everything that goes into producing one episode of a television mm-hmm. show, the amount of hours. So it was like, this is why all the people who were like, they re-edited these episodes and da 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 and like right away, I, we're like, no, no, they didn't because they can't do it that fast. Like you guys think it's just as fast as like, this is not making a TikTok on your phone. Mm-hmm. Like this takes a lot more work to do and to open up all of this stuff again. And so, yeah, they might've, they might've re-edited a couple of episodes towards the end, but most of those episodes are locked. They're not going to change that shit. Like it's like the, the butterfly effect. I mean, you can't change something without changing the whole, then mm-hmm. they have to go through every episode. Of, so yeah, I've always wondered so, about that. 
So that's why, like, the unseen stuff will be interesting. Because also, like, there's been a narrative that's been written for this entire season based on what happened and what they knew at the time. So that's already there. I don't mean written by, like, like you know, writers, like, wrote for what people to say or this is what's going to happen this season. It's just whatever happened this season happened while they were filming. And so then they created a whole st- – these the A, B, C, D storylines for the entire season that way. Well mm-hmm. – and so that's lost. So then when something blows up like this last minute and you're only like three episodes into the season, well, you can't change a majority of those episodes then. If that, if the, yeah. if Scandal had blown up at the beginning of December, then maybe, then maybe, but yeah, no, like there might've been just two or three episodes that towards the end that got, the finish otherwise i think that the unseen bits might be really juicy who can say i mean mm-hmm. i'd like to know i now. thought the reveal i thought the reveal was going to be that uh, i thought raquel is going to throw some people under the bus and say like well she, well, she lvp did. She knew just, since, yeah no i was waiting to hear lvp knew all along or you know just something like but that that leans more towards housewives when people would be like LVP manipulated me. So I think I'm getting my, you know, they would all say yep. LVP pushed me to do it, but different show, different era, different LVP. Well, no, same LVP, but mm-hmm. so I'm going to say, don't confuse your podcasts. Like, like Jordan does his housewives. Make sure you go and rate review, subscribe, Rate, review, subscribe, and share. Follow. 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 Rate, review, subscribe, follow. (laughs) That's right. So (laughs) head on over to um, Instagram and TikTok where you could find us at Pretty Corrupt Podcast, on Twitter at Pretty Corrupt One, and of course all our personal accounts are linked. And most importantly, Subscribe to Pretty Corrupt Podcast so you can get the newest episodes when they drop. And send that link over to friends, family, frenemies, coworkers, drag dealers, mistresses, mm-hmm. whoever gives Ex-lovers. you the nurse. Yeah, I had to get a I had to get I, I was actually in one of our weird texts. I was telling I was getting a medical procedure this week and the nurse or whatever anesthesiologist had really nice jewelry. I was like, she's a housewives fan told her all about PCP. (laughs) So, I mean, I just spread it wherever you see anything shallow, toxic, dazzling. And yeah, who wants to say goodbye today? Aloha.